Welcome to the Ford Marketing Podcast, the podcast that covers internet marketing strategies and leadership tactics to move your business forward with your host, Joshua Jarvis. Welcome to another great episode of Ford Marketing Podcast. That's 4RD Marketing Podcast. As the intro says, I am your host, Joshua Jarvis. Just love this. I figured we'd take a little break from uh, talking about sort of SEO related things and blogging and that sort of stuff to talk about something that everyone can relate to or every business owner should be able to relate to. And that's the uh, emails. So today I've got seven emails that will drive sales for you. So seven emails that will drive sales. And as anyone should know, your email list is really what pays you. So in real estate, not to get too specific on real estate again, but in real estate, I think a lot of times people forget that real estate is just like any other business. Their email list is their bread and butter. And so in real estate, your database is your business. There's a popular franchise. In fact, I think they're the number one in the country, Keller Williams teaches his agents that the business is the database. In fact, if you were to sell a business right now, let's say you had a business, maybe it, maybe you're a contractor or insurance agent, your book of business, your database, is what brings the value. Yes, we look at revenue. If, I was, if you were to hire me to sell your business, yes, I'd have to look at revenue. I'd have to look at some other things such as your assets. But your business, your database is what's going to excite another business owner about your business. If you have an online business, it's the same way. Do you have an email list? And so that's the same. That's why email is so important. That's why we're going to cover that today. And so if you have a business right now, you have a small business and you do not have an email list and you do not have a database. um, If your database is Google contacts or your contact records on your phone, you need to pretty much stop listening to this and go out and look into CRMs. And maybe that'll be another episode where we review CRMs. But that is what you need to do. You need to go ahead and get a database together. Not so that you can implement the things that I talk about, uh, but so that you could uh, you, so you have a database. I mean, that's your business. What would happen if you lost your phone and you lost all your clients' information? What would happen if you wanted to uh, communicate to your entire client base? Uh, and just And so if you're using something like Constant Contact or MailChimp, that's great. Uh, but you need a database. You need that. Um, that is worth two minutes of public announcement before we get into the real episode meet. All right. So seven emails that will drive your sales. And so one of the emails a lot of people overlook is because I think I think they think that it's maybe uh, kind of like a humble brag or something like that is the case study or testimonial. And this works a lot because of social proof. And also it works because chances are if you have an email and you said, hey, let me tell you about uh, Bill, uh, my client Bill. They had a great experience with us uh, because you know they accomplished this goal. There's chances are there's people in your email list that have had that same, that same thing. So I mentioned before at the beginning of the episode that you need to have a database. You also need to be growing that database. Okay, but you've got to be communicating with it. So a case study is uh, is a great email to use to sort of activate some people that might be in your database that you haven't used before. I've got a great friend named Cindy Dowdle, uh, does the, some of the best business cards on the planet, and I know she has a database, but I don't see a lot of emails from them. What if they did a case study email and they sent me an email and said, "This rebranding, you know, uh, Barbara's rebranding process." generated, you know, 20 new sales for them. 
because we, you know, we updated their cards and they were able to send it out and, and people, you know, people don't know what you do unless you remind them. So case studies are great. Um, testimonials are also great. Hey, check out this great review that we just got on Google. You might think that that's a little self-promotional and maybe it is, but again, it's that social proof that's going to drive that sale. All right, number two is a Q&A email or your frequently asked questions email. Uh, again, you're trying to get people off the fence to want to work with you. One of the ways to do that is sort of answer questions. In fact, you can get really creative on this. Uh, you can either answer their questions. You can create a link. Here's a link to our frequently asked questions. Inside this link, you'll find the answers of blah, blah, blah. You know, um, And there's not an industry that couldn't do this. Um, every industry, every business has questions. And so you could certainly answer that. I could send you an email and say, you know, hey, click on this link to find out the answers to these questions about SEO. What is SEO? You know, SEO 101. What's local SEO? Something like that. And again, or Q&A, like I said, again, the basics of Q&A. Hey, how does billing work? Billing works once a month. So you could answer it in the email. You could direct them to a blog post. Or um, one of the cool things that I saw an example of was actually just listing the questions. Hey, don't forget to contact your customer support person because uh, we can answer questions like, hey, when is my next bill going to come out? Hey, how do I cancel? How do I sign up? What do I need to do to get the most out of this? So, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, a good Q&A email would be great. Again, like I said, the sort of the three ways I said to approach this was creating uh, questions and answers inside the email, directing them to uh, a post on your page that answer those questions or um, actually just living, uh, leaving uh, sort of open-ended questions that you're not answering and suggesting that they contact you. So your number three email send is the how-to one. Now, if you remember way back when we did the uh, blog topics uh, episode, I think it's two, uh, we talked about blog topics. And how-to was a great um, great one. And this one, so this could be combined as, as far as a blog. You could do a how-to and then use this in your email and say, hey, guys, just did a how to do this. Um, and it could be um, how to get the most out of the pest control treatment that happens once a quarter, um, how to keep... Uh, you know, uh, you know how to make sure that um, you know my hourly billing doesn't go up as an accountant or something. I don't know. So you could come up with a how to make a piece of content on it on your page, and then send the email out. In fact, um, here is a hack for you: is that you could record a YouTube video. If you remember our last episode, last week's episode uh, talked about how how do vloggers, video bloggers, make uh, money. And so you could do a video uh, that answered the how-to, turn it into a blog post. So you got a video, you got a blog post out of it, and then send it out as an email. But put the video in bed. It's relatively easy. Um, most uh, emails now have uh, uh, the HTML that's able to see the video. Put that in the, in the uh, email, and uh, your click-through rate is going to go through the roof. So people are going to want to see that. It's a great way to engage your audience in a um, sort of non-promotional way. In fact, uh, you know, service professionals, financial uh, planners, uh, real estate agents, insurance uh, agents could use this. You know, how to get the most out of my services, how to get the most, um, you know, how to save, how to pay off your house quicker. Any of those kind of tips could go into one of these uh, videos and would increase the engagement with your site. And like I said, some people are sitting on the fence. Some people are waiting and kind of putting things off to work with you. And that's what these videos, that's why these emails are going to produce results. So um, anyway, 
number four is a social email. So sometimes people will um, sign up or maybe they'll work with you on, I call it like tier one. And you know, you really want people to kind of jump in and with all, with both feet. So like, if I have a friend that's a financial planner, you know, sometimes, you know, he may write insurance for them, which a lot of financial planners get sort of heat for, um, but he write, may write insurance for them. But what he really wants is for someone to say, um, you know, Bo, I have $500,000 in total investable assets, and I would love for you to help me with all of them and plan my family's future. That's really what he wants. But he's got, you know, uh, maybe 10% of his clients do that. Another 10%, um, you know, uh, give him maybe 50% of their income, another 10%, you know, and so on and so on. So these different tiers. So this social um, email still works on the same sort of premise that these other emails work in a sense of, you know, join the conversation. Let's say Bo set up a financial planning group on Facebook. So he could have and send out an email and invite them into uh, interact with him on social media because that's a place where people feel safe. Uh, they feel like the interactions, uh, they can interact with people in a way where um, there's no sales um, and people tend to try to uh, at least they feel like things are more authentic online, which I do think is a little bit of an irony there. But um, in any case, uh, there's several great examples of this where companies said, hey, you know, join us on Twitter, join us on Instagram. Uh, and it's not just like follow us, you know, don't just like the page, but it's actually join the conversation. Um, and so let's say you're a pest control person and you can say, hey, you know, uh, join us on um, on Facebook where we talk about some DIY um, you know, pest control things, because there's some things that there's no way that I can, can treat my house for termites. So my pest control guy can be safe knowing that I'm always going to use them for that. But if I have a roach in the house, um, and it's just one roach, um, there might be some great things that I need to do to take care of my house that doesn't make sense for me to call him and, uh, and bother him. And, and maybe how to know the difference. Maybe that's the how to, uh, from the previous tip, you know, how to know the difference between a roach infestation and a stray roach coming in. I don't know. But anyway, the idea is to invite them into your Pinterest, into your um, into your social world. Just keep in mind that you need to have a social world in order to invite them to it. Um, Facebook groups are perfect for this. Um, and uh, so that's that. So uh, number five is really a free offer. Um, you know, if all else fails, offer someone something free. So it could be uh, today only call me for a free service. Um, one thing we used to do in real estate is offer a free consultation. Now, of course, we wanted the appointment, but the fact that it was a free consultation, um, we often had people call in and very interested in finding out that information. So uh, for it to be really valuable for them to actually click on it, it needs to have value. Um, I need to want it. So it's got to have some sort of value. Um, I also like putting a time limit on it because um, then it doesn't seem as valuable uh, if you just leave it open-ended. But it'd be, you know, free cup of coffee, free advice, um, or a free product or free trial of something. Uh, and so that's kind of self-explanatory. Uh, number six is uh, curated content. Now, this may sound really technical just because I use the word curated, and you don't hear that all the time uh, unless you're in the marketing space, and you hear it all the time. Um, but this is basically um, kind of in the same vein of your frequently asked questions uh, marketing email is a top post. So for instance, um, let's say someone signed up to look at listings on a real estate website. 
and they uh, you want it, you know one of the first emails everyone gets is that stupid welcome email that no one reads. What if your welcome email said, "Hey, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Here's the f- top five posts." that visitors find interesting. And it was, you know, how to save the most money on your house, how to, um, you know, how to get the most out of your inspector, how to, how to check the right thing for an inspector, how to know if a contractor is actually licensed. Um, what if, uh, you send an email and it was, you know, like in my case, you know, um, you know, here's what you need to know about, like we have a local SEO guide. And so here's what you need to know about the local SEO guide. Um, everything you wanted to know about getting your listings found on the map. Um, you know, something like that. Uh, so you could do your top posts. Uh, you could also do, um, let's say you were an inspector and you wanted to send out an, uh, an email list, uh, the email of curated content, trying to follow this example, then you would send out, you know, you could send out, how do you know uh, an inspector is any good? So a lot of service professionals could do that. Financial planner could do that as well. And they could curate the content uh, to answer the question of, you know, how do you know, is this, is this good? Oh, well, you need to make sure they're, they're, you know, certified in these things. And so you could link to those certifications. Um, and in that way, because you're linking to someone that's not you, you're sort of building a little bit of credibility. And at the same time, you're answering their question about yourself. And so that's another reason why that's another great email, uh, tactic. It's a little bit one that's, uh, kind of underused in my opinion, uh, but one that you could definitely use to get some people off fence. Um, and finally, you've been emailing, emailing, emailing. Now that you've listened to this podcast maybe twice, three times, you know, it's been a few months, you've come back to it, and uh, finally, you just can't get these people to respond. You know they're looking at your email. I used to have clients, I remember two years, looking at my emails, and they never did anything. And uh, so the last one is called the re-engagement email. This is the email that you send to people, you know, kind of right. It's not, you know, I never want to delete anyone unless they, obviously they, you know, mark me as spam than I would. But um, in general, you know, if they're not interacting, um, but they're not, you know, marking me as spam, then I'm just going to keep them. Uh, But this is that kind of email that you say, you know what, I'm going to send this email and hope that uh, this is my last ditch effort. Um, and so it's called the re-engagement email. Um, you know, where did you go? You know, something like that. Haven't heard from you. And, uh, I've got one. This is the killer one. In fact, uh, I may even go to the beginning of the episode and, um, kind of tease this one because it's really, really good. It's one of my favorite emails to send out. Probably my most successful, uh, email ever. And in the subject line, it said, Bueller, Bueller. And then in the side, it had a video so again, I told you about that video hack. It had the video of the clip from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where the teacher says that, and then it says, "I haven't, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while. Um, are you there? Are you still getting info? You know, what can we do to help you?" And so you can take this. In fact, I'll put this um, template on FordMarketing.com/podcast um, or slash, I think it's slash Ford Marketing Podcast. Uh, but you go to FordMarketing.com, you see the podcast button at the top. Uh, you can uh, go there and um, you'll see the email and you can just copy and paste that for yourself and um, and then just put you know whatever you want to in it. But it's a great way to send out to all those people that you haven't touched base with in a long time. Um, if you're reconnecting, you might not want to do the Bueller one because uh, you know obviously the Bueller one assumes that you basically have been emailing and they've been non-communicative. But if you've not been communicative, then um, you know you might do something different. 
Um, in this case, I think the humor part works really good um, using a meme uh, or a GIF file or a video of uh, something where you're basically saying, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while and it's my fault, my bad, and then going into, um, you know, why haven't we communicated more? Um, I've been really busy, but not too busy for you, whatever it is. Um, this re-engagement email is a great idea, especially if you're going to try to start doing this. I would, if you haven't emailed anyone, you probably want to start with this one as opposed to the case study. Um, so in fact, you could send out an email apology if you wanted to, if you wanted to keep it serious, Hey, you know, I really wish I would have contacted you sooner. Uh, but it's up to you. Uh, so anyway, so this is the seven emails that will definitely drive sales if you have a database and you're growing it. Uh, these are some great emails to have in your tool belt. Um, you can do these tactics with any of the software that's out there right now, any email software. Um, I know one of the popular ones people use is MailChimp. They have a free account that you can set up. Um, I'm using one called MailJet. Uh, it allows you to send out 200 messages a day for free. Um, so it's really up to you. Um, you know, maybe we'll cover the email programs out there, but there's so many of them out there. I've seen so many people use Constant Contact. Um, and so MailChimp and Constant Contact, I think there's many two that I see. And they really made it very easy for you to set up uh, an account. So thanks so much for, uh, for listening to Forward Marketing Podcast uh, today. And um, I would love it if you sent me your questions at podcast at forwardmarketing.com. Um, and as always, I love to, uh, I'm practically begging you to subscribe, uh, send, uh, put a review and share this podcast with others. But more importantly, I really do want your feedback, uh, to make this the best podcast uh, possible. So thanks so much for listening and I will catch you next week.